पार्ट फोर बल्लू स्टैंड बाय ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन ही हैड बिकम राजेश पासवान आदि द नाग हैड टन सम मैजिक बल्लू ऑब्वियसली कुड नॉट अंडरस्टैंड अ फिगर बट नाउ बल्लू वाज कंप्लीटली एक राजेश पासवान तो अलोंग विद दैट अमेजमेंट वाज आल्सो अ बिट ऑफ फियर एनी स्पोक टू आदि एनी सेड यू नो व्हाट दिस इज अ टेंपरेरी राइट आई मीन आफ्टरवर्ड्स आई कैन गो बैक टू बीइंग माइसेल्फ यू कैन डू दैट करेक्ट I mean, I know I offer to help and I want to help, and I'm, there's nothing wrong with this body. It's great. I like the hair, I like the face, but you know, I would like to come back to being me. You know, just like like the muscles and the system feel very strong, but as long as it's temporary, I'm fine. Adi, of course, had no patience for all this. He was like, "Come on, let's go." Balu was like, "Go? How? But we're in the police station. We're in the jail. The cops." Adi gave him a look, and Balu was like, "Oh yeah, of course." Adi snapped his fingers, and they were out of the police station. And then Adi tells Ballu, "You wait here. I'm just coming." Ballu was perplexed. Hey, where are you going? Adi gestured towards the police station. Ballu was totally perplexed. I mean, we just got out. We just, you know, you use magic. You got us out, and you're going back in. Adi stared at him and said, "Okay, I've turned you into Rajesh Paswan. But now, what is our plan? What do we do? We just hang around here and wait for the killers to show up. How else are we going to catch them?" Balu was like, "Huh, that's a point." So Adi said, "I'm going to go in. I'm going to find the FIR of Rajesh Paswan and try and figure his address. At least we'll have some area, some place to hang around and try and find those killers." Next thing you know, Adi had turned into a cop when he walked in. Balu was marveling at this man's abilities. Man, he was just thinking, if I had this kind of power, I could just walk into Mishtan Bandar and walk away with four kgs of robbery whenever I wanted. While he was lost in this thought, he heard a somebody calling his name. Or rather, it wasn't Ballu that was being called. It was called Rajesh. Ballu was lost, thinking about the robbery. And then suddenly, Ballu felt a hand on his shoulder, and he turned and saw this man staring at him. And the man looked equally amazed, and he was like, "Rajesh, how are you alive?" Ballu was perplexed. I mean, why was this guy asking him, "How are you alive?" and then it hit him he wasn't asking him he was asking rajesh and if he was asking rajesh how he was alive that meant he was part of the gang that had gotten rajesh paswan killed pallu grabbed him okay now that you've got you tell me the truth why do you all want rajesh dead and who are you all and what's happened to the nagas that guy shoved pallu away and pulled out a gun pallu realized he was in a bit of trouble i mean even if he had his original body the muscular body it wasn't bulletproof and this guy was about to shoot him and the right now ballu looked like boss rajesh paswan the original had died in the prison and now the ballu version of rajesh paswan is going to die outside the jail and that guy pressed the trigger and the gullet fired but no ballu didn't die because ballu wasn't there ballu was actually had magically moved right outside the police station and the bullet had gone through clean air and that man was staring Balu was also equally confused as to what had happened, and then he saw Adi. Adi had done his tapping trip and saved him. Okay, Balu was still trying to grapple with the idea that a bullet had been fired at him, and he just escaped, you know, by the skin of his teeth. But Adi had realized that wait, this is the killer, so he was running after that guy. That guy was confused for a bit, but then he saw Adi running towards him, and he quickly turned his gun towards Adi and started firing. 
Now, Adi had speed, Adi had strength, Adi had magical powers, but he also wasn't bulletproof. So he had to, you know, kind of take shelter behind a car, which gave the killer time enough to jump onto a bike and speed off. Adi chased after him and like with his, you know, enhanced speed and all, he might have caught up with the guy if he was running. But even his speed was no match for that of a machine. Finally, Adi was left in the middle of the road and that killer had sped off. Ballu chased up, caught up with Adi. And like, oh, he escaped. Adi looked a little upset, but then he was like, okay, but at least this proves that they, that Rajesh Paswan was murdered and they are involved in this whole plot. They are the, I mean, you know, if we catch them, finally we'll find out why my Naga friends are disappearing and what is actually going on. So Ballu was like, okay, so basically this means that sooner or later they're going to try to kill me again. Adi said, yeah, but this time we'll be waiting for them. We'll be prepared. But anyway, all that tomorrow. Right now we need a place to, you know, spend the night, catch some sleep. So, do you know any good hotels? Lou was like grappling with too many things. The fact that he'd nearly been killed. The fact that he was going to put himself in a chance to be killed. The only thing which came to his mind was the same fancy schmancy hotel where he used to work as a bouncer. He said that and Adi was like, okay, fine, let's go there. And then Ballu was like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, sorry, you know, that's a really expensive place and all. There are lots of other cheaper options and all. Adi was like, it's okay, don't worry. You've got an expense account. Next thing Ballu knew, he was inside the hotel that he had worked in all these years, but no longer as a bouncer, now as a guest. And since he looked like Rajesh Paswan, obviously nobody recognized him. You know, but even as a bouncer, at max, you know, he'd seen the outside of the hotel or he'd been outside the disco or he'd been outside, say, the ballroom at an event. He never had a chance to, you know, completely explore the luxury of the hotel, the chandeliers, the pillars, the paintings, the, you know, huge marble flooring. And he was just left staring. Taladi said, shall we go? He agreed. He went in and... Uh, you know, Balu, Adi took Balu into this magnificent room and Balu was like amazed by the luxury of the room. I mean, the room was probably three times the size of the room in which he lived with his parents and his brothers and his sisters. There seven of them lived in that and this one room was his own. And the bed was so huge. Balu was, you know, used to sleeping on one little, not even really a mattress, a sort of like a mat on the ground. Stunned by how soft it is. And the bathroom, oh my god, that was another dream altogether. Like the shower, I mean, Balu had never seen a shower. He used to go fill water in a bucket and then quickly have a bath. Obviously, he ended up having like a long shower and then using the shower gel and the shampoo and stuff that all was just so new to him. And then the towel, which was so soft, Balu didn't want to let go of it only. Finally, when he was done with all this, he just looked at himself in the mirror, tried to take stock of how he was looking at Rajesh Paswan. And then something strange happened. Balu expected Rajesh Paswan to be, I mean, you know, his own reflection as Rajesh, to be looking back at him. Except the image in the mirror wasn't Rajesh. It was Balu, the actual Balu. Somehow, Balu as Rajesh Paswan was looking into the mirror, and the real Ballu was looking back at Ballu. And Ballu couldn't figure what the hell was happening. And then he heard a voice in his head. I know who you are, Ballu. I know you're just, you know, you're not really Rajesh Paswan. And I know Adi's turned you into this. And Ballu couldn't figure what was going on. It was like some 
power had reached into his head, taken control of him. And that voice said in his head, that's right, Balu, I'm in your head. And now I'm going to find out what the Nagas are up to and what they want to do through you. Balu was helpless. If you've enjoyed this part, do hang on. There will be more parts coming soon. Thank you.